Dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up, sport young Jeezy? This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode number 127. The homie God story on You Can't Make This Up Podcast. What's good, man? You told me the place to be got kicked out of Trump University. What up, man? I'm good, Kay man. K-Nash in the building. Hey, man, I was looking at your IG, man. Yeah. 20 years ago, American History X. Yeah, man. Can you believe it? Because I can't believe it. I can't it. believe it, man. I, look I was at... like in middle school. Yeah, I was, you know, I, I was born in the 90s, but some for some miraculous reason, <laughs> I was able to do that movie, too, at the same time and be, you know, in my 20s, Yeah, even though I was born in the 90s. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy, because looking back at it, man, I just remember how raggedy my grill was, first of all. My teeth <laughs> were raggedy. That movie bought my, did my, got my dinner work. <laughs> like, like, that movie paid for my dinner work, man. But that movie is crazy, because I didn't realize it until Vice, the show Vice, tweeted about it, saying, you know, this movie was out 20 years ago and it's still relevant today. Right. And somebody sent me the tweet. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, that was 20 years ago. So that prompted me to put up the post that I did. And I was like, wow, that was 20 years ago. And it's funny because the last time I was in Dayton, man, I did a show. And after my show, this white kid comes up to me after the show. and was like, yo, he was like emotional, mm-hmm. right? And, he st- and he's like, I said, he said, man, you know, American History X. He said, that movie changed my life. I said, oh, man, appreciate it. He said, no, that movie changed my life. He said, I was a skinhead. Wow. And after watching the role in that movie and waking and waking me up, I saw how stupid it was. And he said, uh, literally, man, I would have been in jail or dead if I had continued down that track. And I was like, wow. And he started crying. I started crying. We started hugging like, you know, like, you know, a little couple like Tevin Campbell <laughs> and Clay Aiken or somebody. And then uh, and it was like, whoa. But it's crazy how that was. That was 20 years ago, man. You staying busy out there in L.A. now. Now I'm going on the other side of the camera, man. Yeah. I'm going into production now, man. Yeah, man, you were talking about a documentary you got working Fat on. Fat Tuesdays, man. This documentary I've been working on for about four or five years, man. And, you know, documentaries really don't make money. That's why it's why hard is for that? People. Because they just don't. You know, make a, you know they're good. They're great. Yeah. When only, only a few make money. So when I was pitching this one, man, people loved the idea. But, you know, I, I was coming off my own bread for it. So we kept, what I did was I said, okay, I got to create something to go with it. Mm-hmm. Something that's going to make money. So I created a franchise. I call it Fat Friend, P-H-A-T, Fat Friend. And Fat Friend is my girl right now. Fat Friend, because that's, that's the projects that I'm working on, man. The documentary is going to be a four-part, five-part documentary on comedy. Mm-hmm. It's comedy that I created that, that helped uh, aid it and a lot of stars get into where they are today including myself especially myself but also I created a showcase show you know a stand up show to showcase new up and coming comics that go along with it and also a, a docu-series yeah man you also doing podcast stuff too right podcast man Big Trade E and the East Siders from East Side you know one of Snoop's original groups yeah um, called Third Degree Radio we're on Dash Radio download the app Dash Radio we're on Native Rhymes channel but we talk hip hop man we talk hey. little, little pop culture news and things like that and I'm just starting another one. Oh. 
A brand new one. Because I was on one called Unstable with Claudia Jordan and mm -hmm. Steve Wilson and Mike Hill. And then I was unstable. And I was too unstable for unstable. <laughs> I fought all three of them. Two of them physically, one verbally. I don't hit women. So, you know. So I created another one called 31 Cents. Okay. Three dimes and a penny. So it's me and three girls and me. So three dimes and a penny because I ain't worth a damn. And I wanted I wanted, I wanted, wanted a platform for women, man, that, that you know, to, to you know they can speak their truth, man. And then, you know, have the only male, me, on the show. That I can either push back or explain some of this dumb stuff that we do as men, but also stand up for some of the stuff that they, you know, they try to rail against, man. So I got it's really six beautiful women in all, but we're gonna go three at a time. Okay. So thirty one cents because everybody's schedules are crazy. Right. We got uh, one of our producers, and she's on the show. It's right here from Dayton, uh, Carson Williams. She went to Shamanad. Okay, Shamanad Julian. Yeah, she went to that school, man. So she's she's <laughs> a producer at that, that school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that place. So she's one of our producers and on the show, man. Okay. I have Keita Williams, who is my publicist, who also was on the T.O. show. All that going on, and you yeah. still hitting the road. Still hitting the road, man. I, I may have to take it off next year when I get into production with these shows. One more time Ooh. on social media. Got Tori, G-U-Y-T-O-R-R-Y. Also follow 31 Cents. We're just getting started. 31 Cents is T, you know, 30 spelled out with the number one and then cents. Okay. 31 Cents. Follow 31 Cents, man. And, and, and get the Dash uh, Radio app. We got the boy Country Wayne on the pod right now. What's good? Well, how you switch your voice like that? What you talking about? You got two voices. First, you was like, yo, what's up? All of a sudden, you turning your other voice on. <laughs> Man, sometimes you got to use your safe voice around certain type of people. Bro, you ever laughed until your belly button hit the floor? <laughs> I don't think so. You ain't laughed then. You I got to pick your... I pissed on myself before, but... Oh, <laughs> R. Kelly. Bro, <laughs> let's get it. Yeah, we're going to tear it up, man. This is what I do, brother. Yeah, yeah, man. How's the road life treating you? Oh, yeah. It's treating me good. You know, I came in through y'all Greyhound Station Airport. and um, <laughs> Man, what else is on the docket, man? I know you're doing crazy things on social media. You're touring all over the place, man. What else can we expect, man? Man, we out here in Hollywood. We out there in Hollywood now, man. So we got, we aiming towards the television and the movies so people could see Country Wayne on that level. So, you know, to let them know, help us on the way. And the, uh, the Nick Bowl Juice is marinating. Yeah, man, I know you blew up through social media, man, but how'd you actually get your start in comedy? Man, hey, when I started on social media. Oh, that was it? Yeah. People wanted to see me live. So, you know, hey, I took it from the internet to the stage, and it, and it was a great transition. Yeah, yeah, I find, yeah. I found yeah. my gift, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Now, everybody knows, but for the people that may not know, how can they stay in contact with you? Oh, Country Wayne on Instagram with a K. Wayne Coley on Facebook, um, W-A-Y-N-E, Coley, C-O-L-E-Y, which I have my Country Wayne page on Facebook also. But on Twitter, it's Country underscore Wayne with the K, but somebody stole my Twitter, but he do a good job of keeping <laughs> up with the page, so y'all follow him. <laughs> yeah, he you, posts my videos still. Yeah, man, so you said you out in Hollywood now, man. How that treating you? Yeah, it's treating me good, man. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. I can't even lie like I'm having a hard time in this industry. Thing, things been pretty... Smooth selling. Yeah. So it ain't what they say? At least for you, huh? Oh, nah. It's a lot of stuff going on out there. I be, I be looking at it on, you know, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it on stage tonight. I can't tell it in here because I ain't got time to walk out here and the arrow hit me in the head. <laughs> but, um, the yeah, Illuminati, is it real? That's what we want to know. Man, it ain't Illuminati. They got something out there called a Scientology, man. Okay. I don't see that. Oh, Lord. I know you got a role, man. Anything you want to say to the pod listeners? Uh, all the pretty ladies, head, my babies, and all the real men, I salute, man. Let's have a good time. Clean comedy. Make your stomach bust and they ain't got to cuss. Yeah. 
Now, we got some ratchets in Dayton. You ready for that? Man, all my baby mama's ratchet. There it is. You see my baby mama's online? Nah, I ain't seen it. Yeah, them. they got a whole Halloween picture together. <laughs> and they ain't put nothing on but them. They ain't said one word, boo. They scared the hell out of everybody. They the only one on the page. They scared all the other people off. One more time on the social media, boss. Country Wayne on Instagram with the K. Uh, country with a K on Facebook, Wayne Coley, C O L L E Y. And um, my other page on Facebook, Country Wayne with a K. And on Twitter, it's Country underscore Wayne with a K. Let it marinate like Nick Bone Juice. And I appreciate you too, Kev. Appreciate you, boss. Appreciate you, bro. All right now. For so. And look who just walked in the building. Coco Brown, what's good, girl? One funny mama, a grown woman is in the house, baby. Dating, what's up? Come see your girl. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the title of the tour. Yes, honey. Can grown, I say that word you on can, You can say it. It's you... the grown-ass woman tour, okay? Grown-ass woman, okay? I'm grown. I'm grown. I ain't out here twerking. I'm working, okay? <laughs> I'm out here. Look, I ain't out here paying. I'm slaying. Trust and believe, boo This is the grown-ass woman tour. <laughs> okay. Sound like you're giving out a lot of game this weekend. I am. I am. You know, my mama always said that your test be a testimony. Money, honey, spread the knowledge, pay it forward. Come with your notebooks, because I'm about to hip you to a lot of games. Okay. Trust and Buckle believe. Buckle up. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I mean, men, don't get scared, because it's the grown-ass woman tour, because I'm coming with the male perspective, too. I got my boy Skeet Carter, the Idris Elba of comedy, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's coming with the male perspective, honey, so trust and believe. It ain't going to be one-sided. You're going to get both sides of the coin, okay? That's what's up. Yes. Now, I must admit, I was uh flipping through, well, not I, my wife was watching some BET. Oh, Lord. And you popped up on the screen. Okay, doing what? Yeah, you and Terry <laughs> Cruz. What's the name of that oh, movie? Oh, Single Moms Club. I was like, that's yeah. Coco. Yeah, yeah. Get it on with Terry Cruz. Uh huh. That was. I had just had my son. I was feel. I was up there lactating, trying to hit a love scene. <laughs> it was just disrespectful. I said, Terry, if I'm if I'm leaking, just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, wow. But it is what it is. I'm a soldier, honey. I'm a true thespian, honey. I was acting. I stayed in character. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see that. What else you got in the works? Well, you know, I just finished up uh, the first season of 911 on Fox okay. with Angela Bassett. So Dope. I'm real excited about that. You know what I'm saying? That has totally just opened up the floodgates in, in my audience now. Like, my audience has just kind of whitened up. I love it, though. <laughs> I'm crossing over. Yes, that's where Ain't the real money is. That's where the real money is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, doing that, you know, and, you know, touring, trying to pop this tour right now. And my book is going to be dropping soon. So I'm okay. really excited about that. You know, so I just said the hustle is real, honey. And just trying to be mama in the in the process. All right. What's the best part about being on a network show? Oh, God, the check. <laughs> first, of all, first of all, the commas. OK. But then, too, you know, it's just more stable. You know, you're in and out of hotel rooms, unpacking, packing, promoting. When you're on a TV show, you have a one job. That is know your lines. Mm. be on set on time you know mm. and be in character so I mean I love doing that because it allows me to break away from being Coca Brown I'm somebody else on 911 I'm you know I'm Carla Price I'm Nurse Carla Price mm -hmm. so I get to break away from being Coca Brown I get to be somebody else so it's almost like a mini vacation in my head without people thinking I'm nuts dope 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 <laughs> how can people stay in contact with you on social media and everything? I'm everywhere baby just go to my website Coca Brown C-O-C-O-A Brown the number four life.com you can go on Twitter Coca Brown 22, Instagram Coca Brown 1 Funny Mama. Just don't forget 
the A in my name. C-O-C-O-A <laughs> Brown. I am not a porn star, okay? <laughs> not Things responsible not... for the virus that may happen on your computer. Right. <laughs> or the or the, or the punching the head from your wife or pulling that up. <laughs> so please put the A on my name. Put some respect on it. C-O-C-O-A Brown. I make my money standing up, not laying down. Thank you. Lavelle Crawford on You Can't Make This Up Podcast. What's up, man? Man, hey, man. Just uh, staying dry now. I ain't Noah. Noah had uh, got that arc together, man. I got the rain here. <laughs> it came in last night with us. I was in Texas, man. It was so so hot down there. Raindrops had on asbestos shoes. <laughs> yeah, man. We, <laughs> we've had a couple, like, two weeks of just 95-plus degrees, dry so we needed this rain, Somebody man. Somebody prayed over Reverend, Reverend Daniels came in there and put a put a prayer in the Lord. Jesus, uh, water bills is high. Yeah. Uh, temperatures going with the utility bills, Jesus. Uh, air conditions are running at an all-time high. There's Max. not enough Freon to go around. <laughs> Some people just got a fan in the window, Lord. <laughs> man, I, I would hate to be somebody with a fan those last couple weeks, hey, man. Hey, fan right now, he balling right now. <laughs> he he can call his, get his overweight gals over now. Hey, you come back over, Jennifer. I, I, we got the air fixed. <laughs> she can come over, let that sundress blow, let that wind blow up that sundress right now. Wow. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with a nice breeze on that on that sundress. She looks sexy as hell when it's hot in the dark. In the dark, and that sundress blowing like a curtain. <laughs> hey man, uh, I know you on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Is that that's coming back? Yes, it is. August. Uh, they, uh, August they come come the new. Uh, season, I got it's gonna this gonna be the uh, turn turnabout season. To see why why did he hire Saul? It's gonna be I mean why did he hire uh, Hugh man? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. he's gonna be acting a little fool in this. He I have, can't wait, yeah, man. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I can't talk about it, but I can always just let y'all know it's gonna be. I, I got some pretty good roles in it this time. That's man. what's up, man. How'd yeah. you get that role anyway, man? Dude, grace of God, I don't know. I had been on a million auditions, man. And as soon as I got married, it was crazy, man. Moved my family up there. They called me, had an audition for Breaking Bad. I knew about the show, hadn't watched it. Went in at 6 o'clock in the evening to do an audition. Now, at 6 o'clock in the evening, that was weird. So I walked in, went up for one audi- audition, did that one. It was cool. But then they asked me to read this one line. And I read that one line. They said, hey, when, when are your veils? What are your veils? When can you? start. I said, what you mean? We need you in Albuquerque by Wednesday. I said, what? I said, I leave today. We had just moved there from Mississippi the day before. And I jumped on and I was on there for uh, three seasons. Super you know, dope, man. To the grand finale. I snitched on uh, Walter White and everything. That's right. I snitched. I, the one, I was the one that blew the cover off of it. Yeah. Hey, man, I tell you this, man. I watched Breaking Bad from the start to finish and when it finally came on Netflix it took my wife about three years for me to convince her like yo this is one of the best shows of all time you know black folk be stuck on Empire and all that crap <laughs> and all, all, the, all them like power oh, oh, ain't no black people in it I'm like everything this Sopranos ain't no black folks in it but a couple they got killed like in the second scene I mean it's okay I mean you want to leave it to be but what now black person don't leave it to be but I don't even think Sammy Davis on that so 
So I mean, it, 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 you know, the thing about it is, it's a drug that black people don't use. You know, that crystal meth. We don't really know nothing <laughs> about crystal meth. Anything you had to do some math problems to put some drugs together, but you had to know algebra and <laughs> no chemistry. Man, that's too much for your brain. And then I gotta smoke it. I ain't, I ain't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm barely a D student in, in algebra. I, I'm gonna kill myself off the one puff. So I mean, I think that that's what it was. But once you watch it and yeah. just see that the how the you know, you always watch Scarface. You watch all Scarface. He came in, poor man, came in, became a monster. Yeah. But Walter White, he was a chemistry teacher. Yeah. He died of cancer just trying to feed his family, trying to be wholesome. But all of a sudden, even the darkness take over him when yeah. he came with that, say my name, say my name. <laughs> you know, and when he, the whole transition and every character, man, and you once you get involved, you can't get out. You almost yeah. feel like you got, you got, you got warrants for your arrest. When you watch it, you sitting up there thinking, man, I might have to go court next week. <laughs> yeah, I was man. Involved. We was watching like three or four episodes a day. Yeah. That, that's how bad it was. Yeah, and I, she was hooked too. Yeah, I binge watched it because, I mean, you can see, see, that's one of them shows that you rather right binge watch it to find out, catch up, and keep on with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Walking Dead, you can you can miss that for 10 years, come back, they still dead. Yeah, facts. They still dead. <laughs> and they still right. in the middle of Atlanta <laughs> right. doing nothing. Right. <laughs> right. I don't understand it. I was like, I ain't. Y'all ain't left yet. Right. Ain't nobody. All Billy died about time. <laughs> you know, they running out. They kill dead people every day. Nobody missed the corpse number two. Corpse number two died. You know, oh, not Toothy. Not Toothy the corpse. Ain't nobody crying for him. They didn't have no interviews for the poor corpse that died. They got shot in the head. Nobody has no interview. So what was your, what was your motivation to be a dead man? You know, nobody talked. <laughs> to him but they worried about the people running from the dead they ain't heroes <laughs> how can people stay in contact with you man i'm on instagram live all the time man instagram on there is lavelle crawford uh lavelle the comic uh on there on uh instagram and then it no it's lavelle's l-a-v-e-l-l-s the comic t-h-a-c-o-m-i-c on instagram and on twitter it's just lavelle the comic T-H-A-C-O-M-I-C no S and then you got me on Facebook uh, Comedian Lavelle Crawford and you can go to my website Comedian Lavelle Crawford it's spelled L-A-V-E-L-L no E Crawford C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D dot com Comedian at the first Comedian spelled with a C not a K <laughs> so if you spell Education it, uh, Right you know you gotta help people out sometimes Oh I thought it had two ends No mama Oh, I, I did want to ask you, man, what's the difference between rocking an intimate show like a Dayton Funny Bone as opposed to doing the, some of those arenas you've done? Man, it's a lot It's a lot different because, you know, when they write up on you, man, they getting that full throttle and you don't know what the hell you're going to get. I mean, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a show down in South Carolina where I don't know if you've seen that video where the comedian, the dude came on stage yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, kill yeah. a comedian. That's the same club. And they revamped it and everything. But I went down and I and I did a disclaimer and asked them, please, please, you know, please, if you got your chip on your shoulder, please leave the show. This is comedy. You know, it's like you got to get, get that thing because it's basically basically battleground even though they got security and a lot of times county <laughs> club do the best that have security they always hire a little young brother named courtney he said how can we security here 112 pounds and the dude is acting a fool is 390 but he's standing there saying you need to sit down i ain't sitting down you know but in this case i was on stage and a lot of times people were nowadays we wear hard on even comedians 
you know, we, we got, it's rough for us now because people all, everybody want, you know, I know they got the me too. I understand that. Cause I feel sorry for poor Terry Crews for that man <laughs> touching his crack. And, and uh and and they got you know you know everybody's little faction donald trump supporters racists need love everybody need love everything is touchy touchy yeah. but i don't care you come to my show we're gonna have fun yeah and we're gonna walk out of here understanding love and knowing that we got a joke about it or we gonna kill ourselves yeah man it's like people don't act like they played yeah. the dozens as kids right and then i like like i love 180 pounds so i you know i give people i give you know my inspiration i ain't no diet guru i had i had some uh i had some gastric uh, sleeve surgery, but I also changed my eating habits, and I was already out there hustling because I have a lot of big brothers ask me how I did it. But anyway, I said I live like like what's her name? Uh, what's her name? The sister that seen live her life like it's golden. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Uh, Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Yeah, Jill Scott say that, but I say I live my life like like you know a special needs person, you know, and I don't mean and I mean that in the greatest way I can because special needs come in here with a, a pool deal, you know, they get a bum deal, you yeah. know, they may can't walk right, can't talk right, but you know what? They get up every day and go fight for life. They go out there and hit it. And yeah. I said, you know, and I tell this story about when I, before I became a comedian, this perfect leader dude, he was trying to catch this this train to go to work. I was catching the same train. He was fussing because he missed the train. He was going to be late. And it was another one running 30 minutes, but he was so upset. And I was like, dude, I said, who's your boss? I said, because I know he had a belt and a tie on, shoes that buckle up. I know he got to, he had to get dressed at 1030 at night. You know, I said, because I know for real, because you know, he had to sleep in his clothes because I'm a big dude. Me just putting on my socks back in the day, man, was a chore. I felt handicapped because I had to put him on a toe and scoot it on with the bottom of my foot. If I get it on, I'm good. If not, they a footy today. You know? <laughs> and I went through this whole run, right? But I didn't even know. All of a sudden, somebody said, oh, Lavelle, you in trouble now. I said, who did I have offended? All of a sudden, this guy who was everything I was talking about, you know, his special needs, he gets up, he cussed me out, you know, as best he could with from the center. <laughs> but... I was like, oh my God, how would I know you're in the show? Right. I don't know you in the show. I don't care to know you in the show. But if you come to the show, you thinking that you normal. Nobody's gonna care about what you're going through. Right. You know, hey man, we having fun. You I, I got people in wheelchairs, I got people handicapped, blind folk, people that have been blew up by bombs, everything that's been through my show. For real. And I mean in that they having fun. And I'ma touch on everything. That's what I do. Because it, it comes from my mind. And I'm a comedian. I'm a I'm allowed to say what the hell I want yeah. in the comedy club. If I was at a funeral home or at a special Olympics, I can't be like, ah, Look at him. I can't do that, even though it would be fun and I would be on weed, but I had to leave early. But but whatever the case, he was pissed. And I know why he was pissed, because he was with this girl who was, you know, normal. And he was probably trying to be a baller. Yeah. But she started looking at him funny and probably laughing because, you know, she couldn't laugh. You're messing because, up his game. Right. I'm messing his date up. That's what that was. I said, and she going to come out, please stop. And I said, you stop taking his disability check. Oh. You know, I said, he should have swiped left on you if he could <laughs> but but he i said she sitting up here looking like she got catfish and and, and it was weird man and, and i said but that that's the whole thing about comedy club 
you don't know what you're gonna get in a theater in a big old theater it's a bunch of folks and it's so it's so so over it's so out of intimacy you don't know what you get but a comedy club you're gonna get that raw that dick you don't know where i'm gonna come up <laughs> i'm gonna because I, I don't never do the same show each night anyway so i mean i'm gonna have fun i've been doing it 30 years and i love what i do i love making my fans laugh i love getting people to come out and have fun one of the queens of comedy on You Can't Make This Up podcast right now. Some more is in the building. What do you like more, rocking that big arena show or those up-close-and-intimate personal clubs like the Dayton Funny Bone or the Improv? Up-close-and-personal. Everything is better up-close-and-personal. Me, personally, I think that comedy should be done in an intimate setting. You know, um, as a stand-up comedian, when people come in, they're a crowd. It's my job to turn them into an audience. And when you turn somebody into an audience, when you turn the room into an audience, that means that we're all on one accord. You know, if I yarn, at least three people should yarn, too, because that, that means that they're in tuned. So it's, you know, as a comedian, as an artist, you want the whole crowd to be on one accord. And that's how you, that's the feeling you get in a comedy club. Plus, as an audience, I mean, as an artist, you are working on material usually in a club than perform your work at a, in a big arena. Okay, So gotcha. as an artist, you know, you're working things out. Absolutely. Now, I know everybody always asks you about the whole Friday thing. What God. you know? I know you know something. Listen, I'm waiting. <laughs> I, listen, every day I'm checking my phone like the cube call, the cube call yet. I know that I know that they're working on it. Okay. You know, I, w I wish they give me a little piece of that money. Absolutely. Well, I mean, even to be a part of the franchise because yeah. it's just a part of history, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's like part of our Christmas ritual. We watch <laughs> Friday after next, a Christmas story, and this Christmas. Right, exactly. And I'm hoping that, that you know, but one thing about it is that um, whenever they film it, they try to put in, like, who's hot in today's culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the internet and everything. So, oh, you know, more people are hot. And then, you know, so it's, it's going to be. It's gonna be interesting, but I'm Is hoping that they call me. anything off limits at your show? I think one thing I won't talk about. I don't talk about Whitney Houston, and then I don't talk about God. Okay. Other than that, I try not to be mean spirited, though. That's that's the thing about me. Uh -huh. I'm, I try not to be mean spirited, and you know, it's just because I'm I'm from a time and an era where you talk slick, mm -hmm. you get dealt with. You <laughs> I know, mean, yes. really, you know, you talk slick, you get dealt with, and I I believe in karma, and I wouldn't want nobody to do that to me, so. You know, I try to keep it like that. Now, I know comedians have seen a lot and done a lot. You got some good game you can share with You Can't Make This Up podcast? For the ladies, a good game. Uh, don't tell everything you know. You don't tell everything you know. And then don't do all your tricks up front. I mean, like, mean like not, all, not all your tricks. <laughs> you know, I've been with my dude for 16 years. He still don't know all my, all my, all my. I still got a few things, you know, that I can. I still got a few things that I can hit. You know. There it is. How can people stay in contact with you? You can uh, stay in contact with me on all social media at Samore, S-O-M-M-O-R-E. Samore So Funny on uh, Twitter. When I think of Chicago, I think of Michael Jordan, Corey Holcomb, and Kanye West. He ain't from Chattown. I ain't seen Kanye. I'm from Chicago. I ain't never seen Chicago growing up. By the way, this Corey Holcomb. Real Chicagoan right here. Comedian Corey Holcomb in the house. I think somebody told me Kanye really from Little Rock. I tell you, man, I'm official. I'm official with this. Kanye West is not from Chicago. He probably moved to Chicago. I hate when people act like they from somewhere, but they know that's not really the story because it's a lot of people who come from like uh, the suburbs, suburban areas, and they never claim the suburb. They always claim the big city. <laughs> the big city. Yeah. So he ain't from the shy. No. He, he from on, like man. what? 
I don't know. Highland Heights. <laughs> right. Aurora. <laughs> hey, man, I wanted to ask you, man, what's up with season three of Black Jesus? Is it? We filmed season three of Black Jesus, and, uh, you know, it's funny. And I heard it's coming out at the beginning of um, next year. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it was technical difficulties with it. Yeah. Uh, but I was proud of the product. It, all the Black Jesus fans out there, we did it. It was weird because my brother Charlie Murphy wasn't there. Right. And now when we was when we was on set, we was like, "Wow, this it's weird not having Charlie here." But uh, after that first day, you know what I'm saying? We got into it, and it's funny. Okay. Every, all the Black Jesus fans, next year when they uh, show it, you will be proud of the product. That's what's up, man. And you do radio yourself. I do uh, my internet show. It's called the Corey Hogan Fifty One Fifty Show. Fifty One Fifty. I know y'all gonna be in the house. I ain't even worried about it. I'll be glad to see y'all. Uh, but it's like a, it's an internet show where uh, there's no regulations. I get mm-hmm. to. Get to blackball myself across the nation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I say whatever. We talk about whatever. And it works because, um, you know, without the regulations, um, the internet is basically taking over the game. Facts. Man. You know what I'm saying? People don't watch TV as much as they used to because they got a lot of internet shows that they prefer over what has been, uh, I guess the word is held back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get You get to be free on the internet, even though, Trust me, people still trying to get these good paying jobs <laughs> that are not on the internet. Paying <laughs> raised. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is refreshing to be able to do and say what you want to say on your show. Where can people find it? Uh, just Google Corey Hokum 5150 show and let the adventure begin. Yeah, man. He's on there wilding out, man. Definitely believe that, man. Speaking of wilding out, big shout out to all my uh, wilding out uh, homeboys. They out there on tour with Nick and uh, Nick letting them make a little money. Uh, capitalized <laughs> little. Money. <laughs> How many seasons did you do? Uh, I did like four. Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, it's yeah. like one of those shows that you turn on like after a late night, you get home and it's on and then they show another one and oh, yeah. another one and another one. You just find yourself in the wild and out abyss, like stay right. up to like four in the morning. So for a DJ, uh, a rapper or a comedian, uh, internet star, it is the greatest advertisement ever. That's yeah. why I always show big love to Nick Cannon for allowing me to do his show for them years because uh, it helped uh, made my face uh, noticeable in a lot of places, especially with the younger generation. The younger generation, they love watching Wildin' Out. Yeah. Most of the time when young people uh, speak to me, they be like, hey, Corey. I be like, what you watch, Wildin' Out? They be like, yeah. I be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it helps my younger crowd. You know what That's I mean? That's what's up, man. How can people stay in contact with you? Hey, man, listen, if you're sensitive, don't waste your time. But <laughs> if you like jokes that are like, rah, uh, I'm on Twitter the most, and it's the Corey Holcomb on Twitter. But uh, that's my uh, Instagram handle too, which I don't really be on that much. No IG, no IG. Stay off IG. Trust me, it's a. It gets you in trouble, huh? A little bit of trouble. Oh yeah, Twitter. I, well, I'm gonna get in trouble for Twitter if I ever get a TV <laughs> job. Probably like week three, they're gonna be like, "Look what he said." But it's amazing to me how people get shook up over stuff that people may type or text. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the person. Yeah. I've had people who it's been their job to make sure I know they're upset with what I said. And I just laugh at them. I'm like, wow. Hey, man, I've been to a couple Corey Holcomb shows. It's definitely crazy. 
Man speaks his mind. That's what's up. Bro. Ladies, yeah. y'all get it too. Fellas, yep. you get it too. Everybody all, can get it. All the couples in crisis need to come to the show so I can go and finish that thing off for y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what about couples that's still good? I'm, I'm still on the good side. That's what's up. Couples that's doing good, they always have a good time in my show because they laughing at the couples that look upset with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> look at them. They about to fight. <laughs> I'm so proud of you wearing your ring and showing it off. Man, I lost so many of them, my wife was like, well, we ain't got to buy another one. I ain't just wasting money. <laughs> the game don't stop. That's the theme this weekend. The game don't stop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, always remember that the game don't stop. The game is infinite. It's going to be here even when you're gone. His words, not mine. <laughs> Appreciate you, boss. Thanks, man. All right. The homie Carlos Miller and Chris set it off Jones on You Can't Make This Up podcast. Now, fellas, we was talking about our sports days. Give me a good sports memory, man. Do you have oh, any good ones? Because like, everything I you talking play, about before was so good. I used to play good. football, bro. I got hit so hard one day at football I practice. I said good memory. This is one. This is, this is what led me to comedy, bro. Okay. I got hit so hard one day I saw my own cleats, bro, on my way down. I was like, damn, them my shoe. Oh, <laughs> And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm better at a lot more things. I'm not even physically built to be a ball player. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I left that alone. And then I moved on to what I was really great at, making yeah, people laugh. Of course, you've seen them tear it up on Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon. And you guys do the Wildin' Outs live as well, too, right? Yeah, they got a live show, a live tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. And most definitely on that. So, yeah, you got to come check it out. You can get some of that Wildin' Out. You get a flavor. You get a sprinkle of the flavor. How many so, ep- how many episodes and seasons you been on Wildin' Out? Ten. Ten of them. Yeah. I've done about probably about a hundred and Woo. something episodes a while now. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you got, you got your man Chris Jones in the building with yeah, you. Yeah, of course, man. I brought my dog all the way up here from Alabama, man. They put me in a little position to you know get me some shine. I brought my people with me. Chris, tell them what's up. Set it off. Set it off, man. We up here celebrating my grandma baby shower, man. It's, <laughs> that's how we, that's how we're doing it. Anybody coming out tonight, they they more than welcome to see the baby too. I got a picture of. Come on, man. His, his grandma is 37 weeks pregnant. We need this, bro. Come now, see us, man. Now, y'all some down south boys. Oh, yeah. yeah right. That's yeah, why yeah. we had to come to Dayton. We yeah. came to Ohio. Just to remind y'all, y'all got some cousins down south that she ain't came to see, so we came to see y'all. Facts, facts. You said you from Alabama, right? Yeah. Now, wait a minute now. Y'all got a, a governor in Ohio. That's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Not matter of fact, the senator, Sandra Williams, that's my cousin. Okay. She's from Alexville, Alabama. You okay. Know? She don't even know we cousins, but you know, that's yeah. how much family we got. You know what I mean? They say, well, holler at Sandra up there. You know, you got a cousin that's a senator. And, and I think Michelle, your cousin. I said, Michelle Obama? They said, no, boy, Michelle Jackson. She's still alcohol out there. They shut up. See, that's why you can't take him nowhere. That's why I had to bring him with me, because this, this fool crazy, man. Ain't nobody else going to take him. Man, y'all you got to come crazy. see me if you want to see this fool. He with me. Y'all be careful, man, because I know y'all roll tide down there. This Ohio, this Buckeye country. You, man. What? Hey, don't know about that. Boy, look at man. Look at man. Hold on. First of all, I got a message from Terrell Pryor. <laughs> Y'all talking this Buckeye stuff. I remember it was a time that you didn't want to let the real Buckeye play out here again. Hey, man. Maurice Claret, the greatest Buckeye Whoa. ever. Tell him again. Maurice Claret. First of all, Maurice is underrated because y'all thought he only played football, but the evidence showed Maurice was a shooter. <laughs> Should have been on the ball team. OH. Man, how can people stay in contact with you? You wild. Don't. Don't, don't stay do in it. contact with me. <laughs> don't do it. Don't we don't need to ground. talk all the time. Hit me every so often. Don't stay in touch with me. 
Because if you stay in touch with me, I'm going to start not liking you. You're going to get to know who I really am, and we're going to start falling out. So but I'm the type you... of person where I, if I fall out with you, I don't feel like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the end. I can't really love you until we fall out. I'm, I'm old school like that. Like, if we disagree, and then you get in your feelings and we ain't cool no more, we was never cool. There it is, man. So don't follow him on social media at all. No you don't Twitter, have to. No I'm straight on followers. You don't got to follow me. I'm good. <laughs> I got about 800,000. If you ain't been following me, don't start now. I mean, But do come to the I show, mean, though. I mean, come to the show, but, I mean, don't feel like you owe me nothing, basically. I don't want Because I don't want you to feel guilty. <laughs> what about you, Chris? <laughs> man, follow me. Chris Jones Funny. Carlos has got... Damn, the million followers. I got about twenty thousand, but I, I got a new, new film, new video with me falling out the cotton field. I went and got some cotton and bust my face on my car. But y'all oh, make sure y'all check me out. We going viral, nigga. We going viral today. Believe that. Today, man. So yeah, make Follow sure me. you come out, bro. We got about five shows left, and we ready to just turn up for dating one time, man. Yeah. Y'all down with the ratchets? Cause you know we got full of ratchets in the city, bro, bro, bro. That's why this is one of my favorite cities. <laughs> I love Dayton because the women in Dayton keep a fresh hairstyle. I say the chicken Dayton take her weave out and be putting weave right back in as the old weave is coming out. Y'all do have some lovely wretches around here, dog. Much love to all the women with multiple uh, baby fathers. That just means that you are very, very enticing. <laughs> Any nice church girls, y'all come out and no, mess no, with me. It's not your show. Y'all, this is definitely... Not your show. Don't come to this one. I definitely don't want all that in the building tonight. I want women that drink Hennessy and take the straw out the glass. That's what I like. Women that drink out the bottle. If you don't smoke wood, wine, tip, black and mouth, you're not going to like one of these shows. I'm telling you. Wow. Come see wow. us, though, bro. Have you been to the Dayton Funny Bone? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the love of the club. The food is magnificent. The staff treats people with respect and courtesy. The management is great. The, the club is clean. The sound is great. The comedians they have this week, <laughs> especially this week, are magnificent. Right. So <laughs> let everybody in Dayton know that you got some tickets. We're gonna be giving them away all day. I don't care how many that I mean I gotta give you. You need to give some tickets away because your radio station is already popping. You a black man. You got on a Michelle Obama hoodie. Michelle Obama. You I didn't know even know is. they made those. I didn't even know it. I told you Michelle my cousin. <laughs> Stop playing. Michelle Michelle Jackson. Jackson. That's the wrong Michelle, bro. Oh, man. She nasty. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, let me can I promote something right Go quick? Ahead, man. This to is all, your show now. To all the people who are unfamiliar. <laughs> Man, and may not know about my comedy style, go to YouTube right now and check out my podcast called 85 South Show. Me, Chico Bean, yeah. DC Young Fly, all our comedic friends, bro. If you're not familiar with the show, go check that out. Now, that you can follow. <laughs> that you can follow. Not saying that I don't want you to follow me, but just don't think I need you. I'm just saying I'm on my independence this year. I'm an independent. <laughs> Strong black man out here being faithful because black men don't cheat. They ain't never Facts. Did you heard of even the black men that with the white women? They don't cheat. They you don't. Cheat. They you don't. Me? I want you to bring your uncle in there. <laughs> oh, <mouth. no. laughs> Stop, Please bro. Don't tell me. Please don't tell me you do a Shannon Sharp. Now skip. Now skip. LeBron James last night played bad basketball everything. Now we went to the Lakers, LeBron James. We got Lando Ball. Now skip. I don't know what they doing in Houston, Skip, but I know the L.A. Lakers and LeBron James. Come on now, Skip. Some of the greatest basketballs I've ever seen, Skip, but one of the best players ever. But when he break out with the black and miles and yak. Now, look, I got my miles and I got my yak.
Now I knew Shannon Sharp was on another level when he smoked a backwood on TV. I was like, bro, that, that is not what that's for. You do not smoke backwoods, bro. That is not that. I wrote a letter to him. I'm like, skip. Skip! <laughs> Can't be letting Shannon smoke black mouths and, and backwoods on TV, Skip. Oh my God, it's going it's terrible for the community, Skip. Now we got oh. kids outside who think you could just open up a pack of backwoods, Skip, and smoke a backwood. That's not how that goes, Skip. If <laughs> all the people who mad at me about my previous statement, my social media is at Carlos M. K A R L O U S M. Go to my page and tell me something. And tag me in a picture and I leave a comment like I know you. It ain't gonna have nothing to do with the picture. It's gonna be something stupid like, your sister still drive that Maxima? That's how I get down. Hold on, let me get my Instagram. Follow me on my Instagram because I really need the followers. Look, Chris Jones Funny. C H R I S J O N E S F U N N Y. And that ain't nothing but the Lord. Donnell Rollins, a.k.a. Ashley Larry, on You Can't Make This Up podcast. I want to start off by saying, O-H-I-O. Black people don't say it the same as white people. White people say it a lot longer. <laughs> O-H, white people like, I-O. Oh, Black man. people like, I-O, man, I'm good. I'm good, I'm good with that. But I'm happy to be here, bro. Yeah, man, so you back in town, man. But you uh, you got a little connection to the city, man, because you were in the Air Force, right? I was in the Air Force. This Air Force base here? Yeah, man, right, Pat. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was in the Air Force for four years. I wasn't the best airman, if you want to say. I did four years. I got out before they kicked me out. <laughs> and I, I was in the Air Force. The Air Force is not the, the, the most gangster branch. Okay. The Marines, when you ever you hear somebody talk about Marines, all you hear is, Marine Corps, ah! The Marines got the dope song, From the Halls of Montezuma. The Air Force song, Fight Song, was super, let's say, uh, sexually challenging. <laughs> The it's a Air new Force, era. yeah, yeah, it's a new you, era. Yeah, that's a sexually challenged. The Air Force song was, it started off like this: Off we go into the wild blue yonder, climbing high. That is not as gangsters from the halls. No disrespect to anybody in the Air Force, but they need to change the fight song. <laughs> Why don't you write on one, man? I will. I'll do that. I'm. A, I, I. You know what? I never thought about that. But now that you said that, I think I might do that. I'm going to remix the Air Force fight song. There you go, man. It might be something that I premiere or debut um, at, at the Funny Bone this weekend. Hey, there it is. Get up there, 49-52-33. Grab your table. Two shows tonight, two shows on Saturday, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. Now, my man holding the camera right now, my man A. Dizzle, he has never Oh, Dizzle, that camera is old <laughs> as hell, son. He has never what? Please don't tell me this. Tell me. Please go ahead. Tell, tell, what? He's never seen the wire well yeah i thought he was gonna say never seen Chappelle's show i would have still been upset about it but the wire is one of those dope shows yes sir um uh, entertainment weekly or whatever they had an article like maybe three years ago the top 100 shows in the history of television and the Chappelle show made the list and the wire made the list super dope and man. i was like this i can die right now to be a comedian that has some type of acting chops to have been in the wire and the Chappelle show is dope he's never seen a what you know why he don't pay his cable bills huh <laughs> yo who has not seen the wire this guy that's this guy, man. It's a great show. You should check it out. And if you if you're a fan of the Wire, people that are really fan of the Wire are people that are fans of David Simon. Yes. And before the Wire, there was a show called The Corner. Yes, sir. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. But Charles Dutton was the director. I think it was in 1998. It won three Emmys: Best Director, Best Screen, whatever. But The Wire was a spinoff of The Corner. Yeah. I was in The Corner. I played a heroin addict on The Corner. 
And then I played uh, Senator Clay Davis' assistant in The Wire. Had that bag. And he, I had the bag. <laughs> I get, yo, this is a funny thing. So Dominique West, Detective McNulty. McNulty, yeah. He's on the show, but he's also was a director of some episodes also. Okay. So the episode I was in when I told him um, he trying to criminate me, um, we were, I was reading it, and he came up to me in this British guy. He's like, Donnell, I don't, I don't think you're playing it right. He was like, I think you really want to put this guy away. You want to put him away. You want to get him up forever. Right? I was like, I don't know where you from, McNulty or Dominic, <laughs> but where I'm from in the hood, you don't snitch. <laughs> right. And if you snitch, you don't snitch with excitement. <laughs> you're not like, oh, my God, go to jail forever. You're, you're, the, the thing when I was dealing with me trying to figure out how I was going to play that was um, I don't want to snitch, but I don't want to go to jail more than I don't want to snitch. So I had to play it in a way like, man, I don't want to do this, but guess who's not going to jail? And then when I explained to him, he's like, I think you're right. I'm like, thank you, Blake. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. But, I, I live but, this life. I know what it is about. Exactly. But whenever I hear someone say, say to me, I love you in the wire, it already identifies them as an intellect. Because people that like the literature and like to read, they love the wire. Love the wire, but that's, man. It was one of those shows where you don't. You didn't really know exactly what the fan base was. You had like white people that loved it, black people that loved it, politicians that loved it, thoughts that loved it, <laughs> gangsters that loved it. For some reason, everybody had something that they could connect with on that show. It was a dope show. Man, what else you got in the works, man? I know you're on the road a lot, man. What else I'm you got going on? I'm just trying to eat, man. Just trying to live, trying to provide. I'm a new dad. Okay, Well, congrats. I'm not really a new dad. I'm an old dude with a new baby. That's what I am. And I know so because all my friends' kids are a lot older than my son. Like, <laughs> a lot older. I realized I was planning my son's first birthday party. I called one of my buddies. I'm like, yo, you think your son could come to my son's first birthday party? He was like, if he can get off work. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right. You know, and it's messed up because, like, my friend's kids got kids. So I was like, did you think your son's son can come to my party, son? <laughs> I'm at my son's first birthday party with my friend's grandkids. And, you know, kids, ain't, you can be this. Kids ain't shit, right? I'm on the playground. They like this. What's up, Grandpa? I'm like, I'm his goddamn father. And I'm I'm, I'm going back. I turned to him. I was like, you don't even know your dad, son. So, but that's it, like, like, that's like, two, my son's two and a half years old. I'm enjoying dad life. I've been on the road real heavy, been doing a lot of stand-up. Uh, to be quite honest, I'm not really a working actor. Like, I'm a road dog. Mm -hmm. So anybody, my fan base, it's it's it, it, it's grown because of people that have seen what I've done as a stand-up comic for years. So I'm out here. I'm doing a show. I got the Funny Moves Tour that just started. Um, I did a spoof of Cardi B's song, Bodak, Bodak Yellow. <laughs> yeah. Um, my verse is, I don't got a gram. I make funny moves. I don't got a gram. I make funny yeah. moves. That is the theme of this tour. As much as social media is the thing, as much as people have million of follow, followers or whatever, the most important part of being a stand-up is being good as a stand-up comic and being able to bring it on stage. And that's what my tour is about, funny moves. Forget all like the likes and everything, and you need them, yeah. and they help. But who's going to go up there and give you pound, be one of, pound for pound one of the best comics in the country and give you a show from 45 minutes to an hour of all jokes? So and the rumors about you having two Instagram accounts. <laughs> Charlamagne said that. I don't have that. I got a, I got a person that works my means, Beardy Humor. He, we come up with ideas together. This dude is, is so funny. Like, I'll wake up in the morning 
And in my inbox, I have three or four memes of something happened while I was in my sleep. And this guy makes it happen. I don't have two Instagram accounts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Charlemagne the God is a hater. He's on the station in the yes, morning, sir. right? He's so goddamn disrespectful. The whole breakfast club is disrespectful. That's why in my video, I smacked all three of them. In my video, I smacked all three of them, right? And everybody's like, why did you smack Angela Yee? Because she's a part of that team. <laughs> that's but I will your say, girl. That's my girl. I've been on that show, like, I, I, I think I'm probably the most interview, interview person. Yeah. And, like, our thing was always been, like, uh, Charlamagne's always try to question if I'm funny or not. And I was so excited about the last interview I did because this is after Charlamagne came to see me at Radio City Music Hall. Mm -hmm. And when, when I tell you I ripped that stage, I was open for Dave... The dopest residency ever. Some of the biggest names in comedy is there. Charlamagne, at the end of the show, he was like, yo, you funny? I'm like, yo, son, I where the this. hell you been? <laughs> I do this. But you could tell that last interview, like, that's my family. I've worked with all of them in some capacity. I used to do radio. But that's my family. We have fun. And Charlamagne, the, I hate calling him the God. <laughs> See? Charlamagne, <laughs> the devil, knows what the real deal is. I bring fire in that stage. So if you love me on The Wire, if you love me on Chappelle's show, if anything's I did, I guarantee that you become a, a Uber fan if you come check me out doing live stand-up. You down with that boycott of Netflix? Man, Monique, I love her. I started in a comedy game with her. And, and, and the thing about it, I love her. You you position yourself to be get back in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was an Oscar. I, I just don't know what happened where people start messing with her. I just just want Monique just to be funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything doesn't have to be a boycott. You don't have to be upset about everything. I know um, that, yeah, there's only a certain amount of Dave Chappelle's. Yeah. There's only a certain amount of Chris Rock's. And I don't think it has anything to do with, like, male or female. I think it has to do with, like, what your brand is and what your name is. Like, people keep saying, Donnie, when are you going to get a Netflix special? I don't think they're getting Netflix special. I'm going to get 20 million episodes. I don't know what it would be if they offer that, but I don't know. You get in where you can fit in until you can do something else. You, 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 and the way you make change and add value is like, go rip your Netflix special, get your money, don't complain about it, and then on the next go around, you get more money. Double up. But like, why are you like, I just don't understand. Like, I love Monique. I just really don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Because I know she's talented. She's dope. She's has a great art. She employs people. But I just want, I would love to see her get back in a position where the world could see where her talents are. Yeah, yeah. And not get it mixed up with, like, protesting or being upset with anything because she's dope. She's one of the baddest to do it. And I want to just say just because she's female, but if you compare her to a lot of females, I think nobody's touching Monique. Because nobody is honest and as real as her, but so hopefully I find I hope it'll get to a point where it's not about who getting this, who getting that, and making a point. Yeah, Monique, I want to see you be funny, and the world wants to see you be funny, and that would translate to you getting top dollar and top bill on everything that you do. Again, stand up is my life. That's how I feed my son, and that's how I'll be able to make enough money to get the cameraman here a new camera. <laughs> we appreciate that. A new lens <laughs> and get him the wire on DVD. How <laughs> can people stay in contact with you, man? Donnell Rollins, everything. D O N N E L L Rollins, like the sports equipment. And if you ever remember that, Google me. Don't believe all that TMZ shit. I'm out there. <laughs> Love you.